You're listening to the Trustini Talks Podcast, featuring today's most successful entrepreneurs, CEOs, authors, and elite personal injury attorneys, all sharing the tools and strategies they use to grow their revenue. Tune in as we talk over a nice cup of latte, but not just any latte, a cinnamon dolce latte. Here's your host, Daphne Canales. Our next guest is a money manager and former internet entrepreneur of not one, but three different ventures. He's been writing client investments communication for over 20 years, and he's an avid runner and cyclist and has been involved in the Can Survive Foundation for also over 10 years. Um, And in one of his fundraisers, he actually cycled from Calgary all the way to Austin, Texas. Please welcome Anil Taliani from Matco Financial. Hi, Anil. Welcome. Hi, Daphne. Great to, great to be here. Thank you for that warm introduction. Thank you. And I think um, you cycled to Austin several times, not just once, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a couple times. That was a, a few years ago now, but uh, it was a fun trip. Yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds like um, an amazing and, and just a very scenic trip it would be, right? Correct. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about your um, your internet uh, adventures, your internet entrepreneurial adventures. They, they sound uh, really interesting, and we're in a time of pivoting right now. And you had to do a lot of that during that time, right? Uh, this was in the early days of the internet, back in the late '90s, uh, when I was living in Phoenix, Arizona. We had set up uh, three separate internet companies at that time. One was a nationwide internet service provider. The other one, we were selling online personal shopping malls in the early days, and the third one was uh, we were flipping domain names. Uh, it was a crazy time. As you remember back then, it was like the wild, wild west. Everyone was trying every idea to go public and to to make a killing in the market. Uh, but it was a great adventure. You know, like mm-hmm. any entrepreneur back then, we were working 18 to 20 hours a day and just trying new ideas and hoping uh, something would work out. Yeah, as we are now during COVID, we're all trying different things, new ideas <laughs> to see, you know, how we're going to come out of this. And then you also, um, one one of the things we talked about is your your communication, your newsletter. I re- I'm lucky enough to receive your newsletter. And I just love um, that you boil everything down to something really simple. Well, thanks, Daphne. I'm kind of a, a bottom line guy. So I try to write clear and concise because I know people's time is very valuable. And given that we're overloaded with so many messages, whether it's by email or TV or, or computers, I try to keep things simple when I'm writing and try to take the most sophisticated ideas or thoughts and boil it down to something simple that the unsophisticated investor, whether you're an 83-year-old grandmother to the most sophisticated investor, can understand and get across easily. And I, only, I see it more as your time is valuable. Thank you for reading my stuff. I hope I'm able to add some value to your day. Speaking of investments, um, in in other recessions, we because right now our stocks are up, and in other recessions they have you know done like the little double dip. What do you think is going to happen uh, in your experience? What should yeah. we be looking forward to? <laughs> right, right. Well, I think I think that's kind of the sixty-four million dollar question. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like the alphabet recovery. You know, people are saying, is this going to be a V recovery? a U recovery, an L recovery, or a double recovery. You know, to be honest, no one really knows. I remember going through this in 809. We had these, everyone was speculating on the type of recovery. We think, you know, we know the economy will recover. The question is, when will it recover? Now, in the last two and a half, three weeks, we've had a 
the markets are up 25 to 30 percent. Uh, I think that was almost like a relief rally, meaning that things are not going to get worse and the market has absorbed a lot of bad news. But it wouldn't be surprised in the short term, the market pulls back anywhere from 5 to 10%. Because we know the economic data coming out over the next couple of months is going to be jaw-dropping. You know, the numbers are going to be huge in terms of how much the economy is contracted, unemployment's still going to go up. So this is going to be probably the deepest recession since the Great Depression. And just the numbers, I think, are just going to shock some people. But I think this is a long-term buying opportunity. If you're an investor looking out the next three, three to five years, this is an opportunity to buy high-quality companies that are trading at a discount. So I think if you've got a long-term view, this is still a good buying opportunity. But the short term, we know there's still going to be a lot of volatility in the markets. Um, what do you think small business could be doing right now to during you know a time when we have to work from in the home, a lot of stores are closed? Uh, what's some uh, some advice that you can give? Sure. Uh, being a small business ourselves, I'll tell you what we're basically doing and what I recommend whether your business is open or closed, is first of all, building out your customer database. Now, if you don't have a database of customers, this is a time to change your website, to ask people for their email addresses. Go on social media, be active to build out your brand and your story. Even if you are closed, tell people what's going on in your business, what's going on in your personal life, so you can help build a brand around your business and a personal story. Because I think that's gonna resonate with a lot of people. Uh, continue to look at online and offline advertising because I think it's important during this time to still remain top of mind for your clients. Even though if you're not open, you want to keep that consistency for the next few months because we don't know when the economy is going to open, but it's important to keep in front of your clients. Also look at putting together a newsletter, whether you're sending out something every two weeks just to keep them up to date, provide some valuable information whether it's about your business or something that they could take in their own lives and do in terms of an activity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important just to remain top of mind with your clients Mm -hmm. and to provide value. So yeah, some of the research shows that for every email that you have on your list, it's worth about a dollar that you should be able to get about a dollar out of it. And and you might not be making sales right now if you don't have something that's uh, that can, it's two dimensional that you can send over the internet or, or ship, uh, but it's it's uh, for building the future. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are they don't know what to say, so they're they're scared to press that send button because they're gonna, you know I'm gonna get a ton of unsubscribes. But one of the things is you actually want those unsubscribes if you're if you're if you are sending something valuable, you only want the people who are gonna interact and engage with you. So that's really important. And and um, like you said before, it's about you know opening the doors to your business. You know pulling back the I call it the Wizard of Oz curtain, you know, coming out and being now a human instead of a, a business or a storefront. And I'm seeing uh, quite a few uh, CEOs come out from behind the shadows, like CEOs that don't uh, haven't been in the limelight before. But now is the time to do it. And you kind of have no option because if this keeps going on and your business isn't visible, um, you won't be the, the leader or you won't be the one who where people are shopping or remembering after everything uh, everybody gets out of this. Right. And I think the biggest thing you can ask your clients at this time is what can you do to, to improve your business? You know, just getting valuable feedback from your clients, whether you're running a restaurant or a cafe or a print shop, getting feedback. And I think today, given what's going on, people want to honestly provide feedback mm-hmm. and help businesses. You know, and I think when we get, we get through this, there's going to be a big groundswell or grassroots more movement to help local 
independent independent businesses get back on their feet. Yeah, yeah, definitely supporting local. And I love that idea of uh, asking, hey, this is this is a time to give us some feedback so that we can work on this and be an even better company for you. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I think um, for people who haven't built an email list in the past, uh, like you said, uh, some of the things are to add something really prominent and big on your website if your clients are coming to visit. Um, and then probably running some ads and just saying, hey, you've supported us in the past. We would love to keep communicating with you and, and even outlining what you're going to be communicating because people will listen. They just want to know, you know, what it is that they're, that they, you know, they're, they're going to hear. Right. So we're basically writing a weekly uh, newsletter, typically one page to kind of keep our clients up to date on the markets and what we're thinking. Uh, we've also just engaged in an online and offline uh, advertising campaign for the next two two weeks. The first time we've tried this. And third, we just taped our first ever podcast uh, to put on our website, and we're probably going to do more of that. Uh, I think given that more people are working from home or staying home, they're spending more time on their computers, more time watching TV. So I think you almost have a captive audience to a certain degree compared to when people are working, they don't typically have time to look at their emails. So people who are still working from home today are taking more breaks in terms of reading personal or business emails and are more open to uh, communication than I think compared to when they're in an office setting and to, they're too busy with face-to-face meetings. Mm-hmm. Given that we're all working virtually, I think we just are more open to hearing more messages and more stories of what's going on there, and especially in our local Calgary economy. Exactly, and we don't have that long commute anymore, so there's a little more time for watching videos or listening to podcasts. And yeah. so instead of uh, binging on Netflix, they could be educating themselves by listening to the Matco Financial <laughs> Podcast, right? Right, right. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us today, Anil. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you.